Good morning, everybody. This is the Penalty Loop Podcast Olympic Edition unedited. Hey, good morning. Good morning. And before I forget, bonjour et bienvenue, mes amis de France et la Provence de Quebec. <laughs> Uh, I will not try to repeat that. <laughs> well, happy birthday to you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm starting off with a uh, pretty uh, froggy throat, so uh, I apologize to everybody. Uh, I've been drinking water like crazy during this race trying to prep, and I think all I've done is make myself have to use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That that actually popped in my head when I saw the uh, the second leg Swiss skier pop off her skis i'm like it wouldn't be for yeah know, that she just had to go to the bathroom but yeah unfortunate to see uh, the first skier just i don't know if she just collapsed or probably I, uh, um, similar to uh Tutan revolt yep that's what i was gonna say is i didn't see anything official about it but that's what i'm gonna assume happened mm -hmm. um so so i obviously will get to the the main uh, the main story in a second, but I thought you know that was interesting, and then and then Susan Dunkley also with the start. I don't know what happened, but she suddenly was like a minute behind, um, right at the very beginning. Because her um, shooting was good, right? Yeah, she left the range for the last time ten seconds back, and uh, the United States at the exchange was a minute and twenty seconds back. So hmm. I don't know what happened. Um, I haven't. I've been searching everywhere. I haven't seen anything about it, but you know with. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know if uh, if she also had a medical issue or not, but uh, that's just... It just uh, seems like because of the altitude and, uh, and yeah. the tough conditions that once they, they hit the wall, there's no... Like, I I mean, it happens in other places too, but it seems like they can still kind of cruise at 70 80%, but here mm -hmm. it seems like once you hit the wall, you're, yeah. you're almost yeah. done, right? The lights go out and that's yeah. it. There's, there's no coming back, so... yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's let's jump into uh, let's jump into it. Yes. Wow. So uh, uh, Sweden put it all together today. Yeah, yeah. Very uh, very solid performance by the first two ladies who are, you know, the weaker link of the two. Although with Hannah's shooting, I was mm -hmm. uh, crossing my fingers that today would work out, and the spare yeah. bullets help, of course. And um, but as a team, great performance. LVR didn't even have to push it in the end. No, she has a smile on her face. I was yeah. starting to get a little worried about her. I actually had a note <laughs> here. I was like, oh no, you know, you know, she's losing time to uh Ningmudulina. And I was like, oh my gosh, is is she okay? Um, no, she was just having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. She no, was enjoying she's... a gold medal winning uh ski, and that's fine. You should do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah, great for them. Yeah, when I saw when I saw uh, Hannah uh Uber getting the uh getting the uh, you know the the pass with uh, with 20, she was twenty seven seconds back. I think Sweden was mm. uh, when when she came on. So I was like, man, Sweden is in a really good spot. Uh, you know, with uh, with her potential speed, if they if she can be clean on the range, um, mm. and you know she was right. I think she had one miss. So yeah. uh, that was uh, you feel really good for her because uh, she's she's had some struggles. This has not been the Olympics that uh, that she had she was hoping for, and um, she goes out there and. And uh, sorry, she had three misses. I apologize. Uh, still, she well, she she, she contributed to the win, right? Exactly. That was she, it she wasn't moved them like, up. Yeah, she moved them up and had them in the lead when when her sister uh, took over. So uh, yeah, she played a critical role, and you feel good for her. And that's, that's absolutely really, that's, that's excellent. 
Yeah. No, and I mean, to have a goal with your sister must be extremely special, right? Yep. We talked about it with the, uh, uh, the, the bows earlier in the, yeah. in the Olympics, but you know, so, similar story too. And I think, uh, I haven't really read much about it cause I don't read Swedish, but, uh, I'm, I'm sure there was some talks about putting in Stina Nielsen or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, not saying that it wouldn't have worked out the same way with Stina Nielsen, but I think, uh, the choices were justified. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can win a gold medal and you clearly made the right, the right picks. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I had brief flashbacks to yesterday when I saw Russia, you know, opening up a lead, uh, you know, midway through the race. And I was like, Oh, here we go again. Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they obviously, they held on to it today and, um, you know, it was a much different uh, celebration for the Russian athletes in the, in the mm-hmm. finishing area. Um, you know, yesterday they sort of looked like, obviously everyone's pretty disappointed, but today everyone extremely happy with the silver medal and they should be. It was a good, uh, good all around performance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Redsova and looked fantastic. She was fast. She was, yeah. Again, I, I, I don't know how to look up the uh, individual course times per athlete, but, um, she must have had one of the fastest one. Oh my gosh! Yeah, she was just absolutely motoring. Yeah, because <clears throat> um, what she was, uh, she was just a little behind Veer after the last shooting, and then she ended up about ten seconds over or ten mm-hmm. seconds up. So that was a mm-hmm. that was a great last lap. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, she she staked uh, Moronova out to a big lead, um, and obviously Moronova didn't didn't hold it. She had that penalty loop uh, a little bit later in her uh, in her leg, but. Um, rather that's, I mean, that's where the, uh, the Russians, um, uh, I can say they won their medal there, but they got into position. Right. Yeah, no, it was, uh, and they were, I would say, well, maybe not the last lap because you, you, like we said, we, you could see that Elvira had it under control, but, uh, they were, they were in it until that last lap, I would say the Russians. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. They were what, 20 some odd seconds behind going mm-hmm. into the last shooting. I mean, they, you know, if, uh, Elvira had a miss or two and, uh, you know, or I guess one or two more misses, you know, there's potential that, you know, that they could have mm-hmm. come away with the gold. And as our, as our, uh, friend on Twitter and I guess actually we don't know her name, but, um, the, from Sweden and she was, yeah. she's commented, uh, and sorry if it's a man, I, I, I assume it's a, a woman, but, uh, I can't really see it on the Twitter account, but, um, she's always, you know, saying how mature and, and how solid Elvira is um, yep. mentally. And I, I was concerned for her last shooting because, I mean, she's 22 years old. Like, you couldn't blame her if she if she kind of, um, you know, froze up or but she had to miss and it didn't lead to another miss. And she just, you know, the reload went oh, fine yeah. and it was <clears> very <throat> impressive for a 22 year old. It's incredible for a 22 year old. Yeah. We talked yeah. about, uh, you know, way back in the mixed relay, we talked about Vokta being in her first Olympics and the first relay and really struggling with that first, uh, um, you know, that first leg. And it's yeah. hard when you're in your first Olympics. And, and, and I can't imagine being the closing leg for, you know, and potentially having a chance to win a gold medal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the you've got the pressure of the gold. You have the pressure of the team, uh, or like I should say the potential pressure. And uh, she looked great. I mean, honestly, like if, if you told me that she was 28, I would have believed it. I mean, that was like, that <laughs> yeah. like somebody who's been in that position many, many times. Yeah. And it used to be, uh, Hannah 
the last mm-hmm. race was Elvira as well in the fourth leg, but I think before that was always Hannah, and she showed a little bit of, um, uh, you know, oh, not the best shakiness. performances, a little shakiness. And uh, this, I, I mean, obviously, when they win gold, it, it, you're always right, but uh, the switch to uh, put Hannah in third and Elvira in fourth, it's paying off for them. Yeah, that paid off in a big way. Yeah, Elvira just has that that, that mentality, right? I mean, she mm-hmm. she's a little bit like uh, uh, how I've been talking about uh, Fiona May this this season. Just put them close to a chance for a win, and they're you know they're gonna go after it, you know, right. full bore. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's it's great to see. And uh, you know, as a fan, uh, if you are a uh, a woman biathlete. Uh, it's not great to see because you know that Elvira is going to be winning a lot of races. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, she looks like she is just on the launch pad of a incredible career. She's starting out with already three medals, one race left. Uh, I, mean, well, I was going to really... say it's 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 past the launch pad. Like she's already performing, you know, as a veteran. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. She. Yeah. You're right. She is in full flight. Yeah. And and her ski speed isn't even where it was in the beginning of the season, right? So just. Uh... Very, very, very impressive. Yeah, I know. You, you, you give her a couple more years, you know, when she, you know, for for really for distance athletes, right? You you hit your peak performance sort of in your mid late twenties to to early thirties, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, give her a few more years, and my gosh, she could be just uh, uh, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. But it is biathlon, so oh, of course, it can right? happen, right? Oh yeah, I don't even want to mention it. <laughs> uh, also, big shout out to the German team. They, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, when I was going through their prediction, well, uh, guessing the predictions, I was a little bit worried about their ski speed because with the reloading, mm-hmm. there's a bit more focus on ski speed and uh, mm-hmm. none of them, well, I mean, Herman and, and Volk were um, fast on the individual, but other than that, they, uh, they haven't shown the, the top, top speed, but mm-hmm. uh, to pull all together as a team and, and um, you know, they were relatively far behind but it still always felt like they would be right there if the other team teams would make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't, so they had to settle for third. <laughs> but uh, I think it's a well earned team result. With uh, you know, with Preutz, there was still some uh, insecurity there, and and not mm-hmm. sure how she would would last after doing another competition already. And folks still, like you said, in the the first uh, mixed relay, she was shaky and. Uh, her her individual results were good, so I I was hoping that she would be fine today, and and she was. She was clean and no reload, so uh, she kept the team in there and great performance. Yeah, no, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, I I was watching Volked very closely uh, in that in that first leg, just based on you know how she looked in the the mixed relay, and she looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, speaking of people who looked like they were mature beyond their years, I know she's a couple years older than uh, than Elvira, but. Um, she's, she's relatively fresh on the, on the world cup stage mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, yeah, she, I mean, she looked great. She had Germany, um, in the lead or, or right there with Sweden, um, at the first exchange. Uh, yeah. so she looked, she looked excellent. I think we'll be seeing a lot of her going forward. Absolutely. Um, I agree with you that, uh, I had some questions about, uh, points and making sure that, you know, she was going to be able to maintain, uh, you know, she looked better, uh, in the pursuit, making sure yeah. she could maintain that going forward. And she definitely did. Um, uh, she had she she put uh, Herman in position and uh, you know Herman uh, took advantage. She she brought it home. Uh, yeah, it's really nice bronze medal for for the Germans. Um, they've got a, it's not maybe 
in terms of the total number of medals, uh, the Olympics that they were hoping for. But um, I, I think that uh, it's a, it was a well-earned, like you said, a well-earned bronze medal for, for the, mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. women today. Well, and I, I know in the German press, there's been a lot of discussions about, you know, the, uh, the better athletes are getting older and older and there's not a lot of youth coming in. But if you consider yeah. that the, uh, you know, yesterday the men were fourth and today the women are third with a, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a bit of an older group, but folks, uh, like you said, is, is showing a lot of uh, potential there. So, um, so far, maybe with, with an older crew, but they're, they're performing well. So. Yeah, they are in, in parts. I mean, she's what, 27, 28. I mean, she's got, she probably has another Olympic cycle in her. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, I had mentioned a couple of days ago, um, you know, she looked like she was pretty upset after the, uh, after the, I think it was the sprint race. She was talking about how she was discouraged mm. and uh, she was, you know, the, the thoughts of retirement were entering her head um, after the pursuit race. You know, it was, a, it was almost like a 180. She felt like she was, you know, seeing, seeing the improvements and performing better. So it was nice to see that. Um, you know, to see that uh, coming from her. So, yeah, I think, you know, uh, Port still has a, has a number of years and, and uh, Volta, I mean, she could be uh, very good, um, yeah. you know, in the, ne- in the next year. So there's, there's some hope there for the Germans. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, Belarus, not mm-hmm. having a good day today. They were even behind China, which <laughs> I think also is indicative of, uh, you know, China having made quite some progression. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, five, five penalty laps, 16 reloads for uh, Belarus. Obviously he's not going to get you to the top three. No, I but, didn't. I mean, I lost track of them after, uh, after Alan Beck of his leg and I didn't mm-hmm. even see what happened. And, and then I saw them at the finish with, with five penalty laps and like, oh yeah. my gosh, um, I don't know. I, it looks like, uh, Sola did have one penalty lap. Um, and, uh, few misses to add to that as well so yeah but i think yeah. that the the real damage was done on the third leg yeah. um, so that was that was unfortunate i, I you know there was a, i had a a little bit of hope especially with how uh shola had looked um mm-hmm. uh in the pursuit that maybe you know she was coming around and uh the belarusian team if they if they had if there was an opening they might be able to come through it and have a top five or maybe even outside shot at a medal but mm-hmm. it just uh was was not going to happen today no, it was interesting that, like you said, Sola showed recently that she was kind of on her way back up with great mm-hmm. ski speed and the shooting was getting a little better than, than the prior races. But now it seems like Alan Bakova has been slowing down and, and uh, getting more insecure with the shooting. So just an unfortunate uh, combination of form for yeah. them. But, yeah, um, going in opposite directions a little bit. You know, yeah. if we if we had uh, obviously we saw them performing in relays earlier in the season. I mean, when they were both uh, at uh, you know at, at at top performance, and uh, you, you wish for them that they would have been able to carry that forward to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Some other disappointments. Um, I don't know which team to start with first. So uh, let's pick on the Norwegians. Yeah, oh, I'm impressed with Knotten and and Italian. Yes, because those were the two that were considered the weakest link, but they showed uh, showed you know a, a very good performance, and uh, it's unfortunate that Ekhoff shooting just uh, kind of put them back so far that it was almost like a lost cause. And um, I think Rosalind, you know, tried her hard out to uh, to get catch the uh, 
the third spot, but I think she realized that at some point it was just not going to work. And uh, yeah, they had to settle for fourth and first race without a, a medal for them. Yeah, that was that was hard to watch, you know, with mm-hmm. with how Ekhoff had had that uh, the bronze medal winning performance and and uh, the pursuit. I, I hoped maybe that some of the weight was lifted from her. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I can't speak for her, but that was, I, I, you know, just as a fan of biathlon, that was hard to watch. Um, and her, and, and like her standing shooting. Uh, like she was just shaking all over the place. And originally I thought maybe it was the cold, but I think, yeah, I don't, I could still be the cold of course, but uh, it might just might've been nurse. Although that would surprise me a little bit. Um, but maybe it's just a pressure of, you know, Connaughton doing really well. And then, Mm-hmm. she's got a few misses and then you start to uh you know think about it and that you're putting your team out of the race and yeah it was just uh very unfortunate for for Ekhoff to uh today not be the the strongest on the team and uh and, and being the weakest link yeah you know we 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 uh had a little bit of a laugh yesterday with the Italians you know talking about how uh, you know, their two their two weak links in the in the men's relay um, actually had the Italians in a really good spot, and uh, then then Hofer and uh, Vindish couldn't help it or couldn't can hold it. Yeah, and uh, you know we were we were laughing a little bit. You know that those first two they just they performed too well. They needed to yeah. perform worse, and uh, you know I think you know, that could be you know part of it was with uh, Kanaden, uh coming in and and only being thirteen seconds back at the exchange. You know. They, the Norwegians were right in it, um, mm-hmm. and it might have been easier for uh, Ekhoff to be chasing from behind. Um, you know, if she had been like a minute behind, uh, mm-hmm. maybe she would have been a little more free and just been able to to really go after it. I, I'm I'm completely speculating. I have no idea, but yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it might. You you're right. It might have been that there was a little pressure, knowing that oh my gosh, we actually have a we have a real chance here. Yeah, and I and I you speculating as well here but i wonder if she uh maybe tried too hard on the first lap uh and second mm-hmm. lap to catch up or mm-hmm. yeah who knows who knows but uh yeah it's uh again a good showing that uh biathlon relays are team efforts and yeah you know you you can't at this level especially for the for the top five you just cannot afford to have a a, a weak link and uh talking about weak links uh the french had two today i think and uh and the the other two weren't performing at their top either so i think a very disappointing result for them and um i don't know what's going on with uh, justine breza boucher she uh you know despite the shooting she looked really slow uh, mm-hmm. i think she lost a lot of time on her third leg and she's just not having the ski speed that she even showed in Anholtz, but uh well, and she not, she set out the pursuit, didn't she? Uh, yes, I believe so, because she was like forty yeah. eighth or something. Yeah, I mean, I, um, I was. Yeah, something something has clearly changed. Maybe she's maybe she's a little under the weather. Um, but yeah, and that, yeah. that's funny. You never know because I I listened to uh, the podcast with uh, Arn Pfeiffer and Eric Lesser, and he was mm-hmm. saying that uh, I think for the individual, his stomach was uh, really upset. <laughs> and of course you don't see that yeah but, uh, he he thinks it was his food or something that he ate but you know yeah. they're not always in optimal form 
for whatever reason. And uh, who knows, maybe mm-hmm. Justine Brejard Boucher has some issues, but um, you know, they're not gonna put that in the in the uh, press conference or anything. So, yeah, right. Just because it's not COVID doesn't mean that they're in one hundred percent health. Um, right. It could be a number of different things that that mm-hmm. pop up. And then Simon, yeah. Simon, Julia, Simon on the other, yeah, other other leg of the race, you know, with penalty loop, and uh, she showed great shooting in the in the in the prone, and then the standing just was the other side of Simone that we've uh, gotten to know. So, yes, yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell. Was she just like going for it? Probably, yeah. Because I mean, teams like that don't settle for for fifth, right? They, uh, yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll go for broke and unfortunately it didn't work out for them and and she broke yeah um yeah and then and then you really your heart sort of breaks for the italians yeah as they were uh san filippo she was uh what she was like in second place i want to say with the at the exchange and then mm-hmm. she just doesn't have the ski speed no and, no and it's a bit of the tactics that they do they they take that risk yep. that uh you know that they hope that the, the lead is big enough for the other two, and I think um, I, I lost her name, but the third leg on uh, on the Italian team, mm-hmm. I think she did really well for uh, quite the young athlete as well. She did, yeah, Como, um, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, San Filippo couldn't uh, couldn't keep it up, and they had to uh, settle for fifth place. Yeah, it. Uh... Yeah, I, I I was <clears throat> holding out just the smallest bit of hope that they could challenge. Um, I guess I I, just, I do think it's interesting that the way they set it up. I mean, is a clear uh, acknowledgement that they've got two weaker legs, and they say, you know, we'll you know put out uh, Vitazzi and uh, Vera first and see if we mm-hmm. can't uh, either build a leader or get them in a position where they can just hang on. And that's what it feels like. It feels like they're desperately trying to hang on for those last two legs, and uh, just didn't quite have enough there. It seems like they're the only team that that has that strategy, and um, I can sort of see Vitazzi wanting to be first. Yep. Um, but yeah, it makes you really wonder what would happen if uh, Veer was was at the end there. But uh, I don't think we'll ever know. It's good to see that Vitazzi shot um, her prone, her first prone, pretty good. I think she had one reload. So mm-hmm. overall, she shot very well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Did her her normal relay thing. Any other thing that stood out to you? Uh, we mentioned it earlier. I, I just would love to know what happened to Susan Dunkley. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, it probably is related to the cold, but uh, I had a little bit of hope. You know, the United States, the women had had showed some fairly good form recently, um, and they had that good relay. Uh, just before the Olympics, so yeah, I was thinking maybe you know a, a top ten, maybe you know outside chance at a top five, but um, they were sort of out of it before it started. Mm-hmm. And you feel bad, hey, obviously. It you know, yeah, Susan Dunkley didn't go out there and say, you know, I'm going to sabotage everything. <clears throat> so you feel bad, you know, for whatever happened, and then you feel bad for the rest of the squad because you know you're starting out, you know, a minute and a half behind, um, and it's it's really hard to stay in the race at that point uh, to mentally. Um, so. Yeah, it was a tough day. And do you know if uh, Dunkley and Claire Egan are racing the mass start? Um, I do not. I don't believe that they are, though. I think Irwin is the only one who qualified. So this was their yeah. last race then? It was. 
because yeah, my understanding retiring. is that they're both retiring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's going to be strange. You know, these are, uh, they've been sort of the staples of uh, United States biathlon for the last several years. And, um, you know, they've each accomplished a lot and Claire Egan especially is very active, um, you know, in the, the leadership roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be a loss for loss for United States biathlon, but a loss for, for biathlon in, in general. Oh, for sure. And uh, I think Claire Egan is also uh, an, one of the athlete representatives on the IBU board or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, she certainly is. Yep. And Susan Dunkley is the one who introduced the, uh, the gray bib. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen yeah. that? I, I have, think yeah. she, she knitted one or something and then uh, yeah, they gave it to uh, an athlete over, I don't know what the age age is, but uh, yeah, man, she's been around so long. Yeah. It's the, it's the sort of the equivalent of the, uh, the blue bib. Mm-hmm. The opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, and I wanted to say big shout out to uh, the Canadian team in 10th spot. I don't know if that's their, uh, that's probably not their best because uh, they, they had a, a long time back. They, they had some really good athletes. So they probably put a, a relay together that was higher than that. But, um, you know, they have uh, Emma Lunder, who's, who's been on the circuit uh, quite a long time, but the other three are, are very young and, I don't know if this is their first year, but I'm pretty sure it's their first Olympics. So to uh, to come in in tenth mm-hmm. tenth spot and uh, no penalty loops and only eight spare rounds. So uh, great job by them. And they, they really was been, uh, you know inspired by the men yesterday, and they uh, <laughs> they had a, a great performance. They no, they certainly did. Um, it, it, like you said, there it's a it's a a pretty young team. Um, so uh, a lot of potential there. Um, and I think we'll be seeing more of the, more of these women as they go forward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, they came in in the 16th bibs. So that kind of gives you an idea of sort of, uh, predict, predicted finish, you know, just based mm-hmm. off of the previous results this year. So finishing in 10th, you know, obviously they, they moved way up. Um, I, I think that they've, like I said, I think they've got a lot of potential and I look forward to, to seeing what they can do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, doing a I quick look have... to see if I can see anything, any news on uh, Dunkley or uh, or the Swiss athlete. I forgot who it was, the Swiss athlete who who didn't finish her leg. Yeah, I I can't remember either. It's funny because um, yeah, like I said, I I was kind of confused how we just you know you saw in the uh, data center IBU data center that uh, they all of a sudden had a did not finish. And then mm-hmm. the next shot on the TV was this athlete taking off her skis. So I was kind of confused by that. But then later on, you saw the uh, the first first leg athlete on a stretcher. So hopefully she's doing okay. Yeah. Um, so I just, the the Swiss ski team, the official account, uh, this is a Google Translate. So I maybe, I mean, you can, might be able to translate it better, but uh, it translates out to, according to initial information, she had circulatory problems, updates to follow. And uh, no further updates. So, hmm. uh, you know, really fingers crossed that that maybe that's a, a mistranslation. Hopefully, it's more just the uh, the cold and the exhaustion, like we saw with Tangerbold. Well, and I wonder if they refer to uh, to circulation as because my wife has poor circulation in her hands and uh, feet. So maybe it's mm-hmm. just that combined with the cold. I see but, what you're uh, saying. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you would put somebody on a stretcher for that, but. Uh, 
Yes, I noticed a lot of athletes, they have these um, just below their knees on the outside. They have these little blocks uh, for the battery pack to uh, to wear their heated socks. <laughs> so uh, who knows, maybe uh, in the future they'll come out with uh, heated gloves. I mean, I know they exist already, but uh, I mean more in a biathlon variant with uh, with a heated finger or something. Oh my gosh, that would be a, a total game changer. Yeah. Yeah, although I I don't see the uh, IBU World Cup circuit come to China anytime soon. But uh, uh, no, I think that this is going to be a one and done. Yeah, I I just think that you can't have athletes dropping out like this. I mean, it's just it's, yeah. it's just too brutal, and it's too. I mean, it's too far to travel during the middle of the that's too during yeah. the middle of the you know the the schedule. But I think this is just sort of a I, we're just seeing too much. Maybe they'll um, come back when there's trees. Yeah, I see a picture here uh, of somebody elevating her legs, so um, indicating that they're trying to get blood up, you know, blood mm -hmm. up to our heart, blood up to our brain. So, I mean, it very well could have been like a dehydration exhaustion uh, mm -hmm. issue there. So, now fingers crossed that's all it is, and hopefully we'll hear good news a little bit later today. Yeah. Yeah. What's I feel that? like we've had we've had to do this way too frequently on on uh, these podcasts, mm -hmm. <laughs> these medical updates. Yeah, is the because um, I, I I think the humidity was like forty five percent. That does does that mm -hmm. have an impact on your body when you're performing at this level? Uh, it can uh, it really where it so it can have uh, an effect. Um, you worry about a lot with with humidity, right? Because uh, just it's, it's so hard for the body to cool down, mm -hmm. um, but. But in an, a time like this, when uh, when it's so dry, um, and, you know there can be a problem with making sure that you're staying well hydrated. I mean, obviously these uh, women are and men are on probably on a pretty strict uh, regimentation for how much fluid they're getting in per day. But um, oftentimes when it's that dry, you're just not going to feel the the the, the uh, need to drink. So mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it just you just you don't, and so you end up having athletes that go into races uh, far less hydrated than they normally would be. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As far as you know, dry conditions are usually pretty good though for uh, for racing. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't have a lot of experience with it. Um, I'm down here in Florida, so we're we're usually more concerned with uh, with high humidity. Yeah. And and heat, you know, much less with the uh, with the cold and dry. Right. Uh, but every now and then we get a you know a cold snap, like we had a few weeks back where we get a freeze. And again, it's humid here, so we're worried about the cold and humidity, which is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, so. I, like I just, I'm, I'm speculating, um, as much as anything, but yeah, I, I, I just, based on the way she looked, I wonder if that wasn't a, a pretty significant dehydration that happened. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, generally no, not the most exciting race compared to no. what we saw yesterday. I mean, I everybody agree. was kind of spread out 15, 20 seconds. And, uh, yeah. so from that perspective, no, uh, sprint to the finish by three teams or anything, but, uh, yeah, no, there were great, definitely great result for Sweden. So definitely exciting moments, yeah. um, or or I should say, big big moments where the race sort of turned a little bit. Uh, you know, Ekhoff shooting uh, comes to mind. Um, but really, you know, I, I agree. You had the the similar leaders for most of the race, and for big chunks of the race, they were, sep were separated out by you know 10, 15 seconds. So yeah. uh, it wasn't uh, as uh, sitting on the edge of your seat uh, thrilling. But uh, I agree. Uh, very happy for Sweden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, man. Um, shall we 
give your throat a rest and yeah, let's uh, go get be. a go get a, a cough drop, go to bed and and uh, and let the let the uh, voice recover for <laughs> the rest of the day. Okay, sounds good. All right, man. All right, we'll talk soon. Have a good one. Yeah, thank you. Bye bye.